What up? What up? What up? What up? What it be like, people? Yeah, Sunday night service. Sunday night service. We're going to sing like this all yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening, y'all? We are already on one. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You already know. To Religiously Incorrect Podcast, the premier uh, pastoral commentary show where we just break things down real raw and uncut i was trying to come up with like a new bump you know yeah, I, mean? I, I was about to say in other words the show is just straight garbage <laughs> <laughs> the show is trash trash well i'm pastor todd and i'm pastor jeff what's up y'all man i'll tell come you what i'll tell in. you what's up first of all what's up is your likes and your shares Yes, your sir. comments. I see you lurking. I see y'all lurking. Say hello. Y'all out there. So now I'm running into more and more people, by the way, before you tell me uh, about what we're going to open up. Like, yeah, I'll be watching your show. Like, why don't you say nothing then? The, all bunch day of, long. Bunch of stalkers. Matter of fact, I, I got I got told off because we wasn't on last week. And it's like, that's what we, we we wait for that. We, matter of fact, I was leaving your church after your installation. Is y'all doing the show? Right. We're at an installation right. service right, right now. now. We're right. going to do it. Right. Not an installation. Yeah. Right. At the anniversary. Right, right now. In the right pew. Now. Yeah, well, y'all got to come on. I'm like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. You be watching. So yeah, introduce you yourselves. Say, hey, you know. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah go ahead. Yeah, we, no we, are, we, are, we are coming on. We are brought to you by uh, High Street Fitness. Hi. <laughs> In the upper room, right? Uh, <laughs> High Street Fitness, uh, which is located on 277 South High Street in Cortland, Ohio. Call uh, call our boy Mike, Mike, uh, Mike Phillips. Even though he saying. doesn't call us, <laughs> but uh, whatever. <laughs> right, he'll call us back, Mike. Can, can we get? Can we do one of the cool ads for 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 uh, Mike? He'll get you built without the guilt. I don't know. Oh, if that I like work. that. I don't, I don't know, know where we built without we, the guilt. We might make that work, right? He'll get you built without yeah. the guilt. All right. So, hey, Sister Cynthia. Hey, uh, Sister Howard. That's right. Kara Howard. Kara Howard, yeah. And, and Miss Johnson, Johnson and, yes. and Lady Charlene. Hey, Lady it's Charlene. Good, good to see peoples. Yeah, man. So we're, we're grateful. So, here. man, here's what's popping, man. What's popping? Talk to me. Your boy from the Celtics. We can't say his name, so we ain't even going to try. Coach Ume Aduba. Is that, remember that guy from the uh, news? <laughs> o- o- Ode Aduba. Well, Coach Who with his daughter, Coach Kunta Kente from the Boston Celtics, is <laughs> messing up. Is messing up, man. He messing up, and I mean, it's it's really sad because, um, you know, as far as me and Nia go back, you know, come as far on, back man, as me stop, stop. Oh, you know, what I mean, I mean, she just Nia go to Wilson or something. <laughs> you talking about Nia from Wilson? No, man, I'm talking about Nia, <laughs> Nia Long, class of '89. <laughs> It's ninety two. Ninety two. Stop, stop taking me. Stop taking me back. So <laughs> I far. thought you like them older women, man. That's all. That's all. Now, so that's- Boston Celtics coach uh, is suspended. We got flies. What's going on, man? We got uh, is suspended for a year. For a year. Turns out to be a cheating scandal, mm-hmm. and he was already in a relationship with Nia Long, beautiful young lady, actress. I'll just say beautiful. Jeff will give you the uh, R-rated, R-rated. Miss Love Jones. Love, she would love Trying to be the funk in your right. Ra- oh, never mind. There it no, is. <laughs> there it is. Uh, so, so what is your take on this? I mean, well, I'm I mean, I think, I think there's just so much that right. goes into this story. First of all, this was this dude's 
first year at Boston. His first year at Boston. Took a them, black coach. Black coach took them all the way to the champion. Dang near one. Yeah. Yeah. Dang near one. Yeah. And quiet has kept the whole year. This cat been so I creep. Yeah. On that TLC creep. That's right. You, me, and he. <laughs> what are we going to do, baby? I, but I mean, you know, I mean, there, there's a lot of speculation. We don't all know what's true, what's not. What we do know is true is somebody asked me along, was she working on it? And she laughed. She giggled. That That's it at all. She's too fine to be working on anything. She ain't working on nothing. But but that's part of the problem, okay? Because the commentary, and you may mention before the show, Pastor Jeff, the commentary was, well, how can you cheat on Nia Long? Mm-hmm. And I will maintain. Let, let, let's, let's correct. Mike may mention it. As, so Mike so. may mention it. As. <laughs> yeah, that I was wanna, Mike's mention. Wanna, okay, wanna, so big Mike may mention. How can you cheat I on Nia Long? Wife, what, my wife ain't. What you mean? Because somebody don't. don't I, I ain't say nothing like Mike's that. Baby. My wife watching too. We ought to have two breakups. <laughs> so my. I maintain that there is nobody on the face of this earth who is uncheatonable. That's a Baptist word. That is a Baptist word. It has Greek and it has Greek and Aramaic backgrounds. Uncheatonable, which means that there's nobody beyond being cheated on. Right. And because here's the people say, well, she's so fine, Pastor Barnes. She's so famous. How could the coach cheat on her? But rarely is cheating merely about looks. Absolutely. And no matter how fine or beautiful or handsome a person is, once someone gets with them, you become common to one another. Absolutely. You can become stale with one another. You might not even have much of an intimacy or sex life that then, people think you do. Let's it's just a, be honest. We don't know these people. We don't know these. We people. know the movie them. You, 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 yeah, we know the movie them. We know the character right. that they portray. She might not we, be able to cook. <laughs> I mean, right? But 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 I mean everything. I mean, and all these points. I, I was reading some of the comments online, and uh, I just I'm I'm just amazed that people still think. Oh, I get that. There are certain individuals, females and males, that we all, if I was with her, man, I, well, somebody's with them and it didn't work. Holly Berry been divorced Holly Berry, at least like, four or like five six, times. Six, seven times. You know, like somebody I mean, cheated all, on Janet. I mean, Janet Jackson. Yeah, I mean, you know, all these girls that we think is so fine, you don't know their attitudes, you don't know their character, you know. And then, you know, like he said, most of the time cheating is about more than just, you know, Sometimes it's about power, and this cat got a lot of power. Emotional, emotional baggage. Yeah, I you mean, know, uh, and 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 just to be clear, I mean, some some dudes and some ladies are just dogs. Period. You could have the perfect person that bow, you know. Wow, wow, yippee yo. There it is, yippee yay. They got that bow wow spirit, and you could you could be everything that the person wants. Right. You could be beautiful. You could be a good homemaker. You could be supportive. You could be uh, intimate. You could be everything they want. And human nature is to always want more. Absolutely. Sometimes it's just about, I just want something different. People just want something different. I want what's forbidden. You know, if you put it in front of me. Back in the day, we used to call it some strange. Some strange? Some strange. Yeah, it made some of y'all strange. (laughs) And y'all went to the doctor. It was like, I I got some strange, strange. (laughs) I need some penicillin. You got a you got a strain for that yeah, strain. Right. You, 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 got a, you got a new strain of strange. 
but I mean, I, I see this all the time. And this guy has put his career on the line. Now, there's more details, and this is not like a gossip show, right. but there's more details that it could involve people within his organization. You know, I did see, you know, like some staff member got put out there as the one that it was with. And I, I turns out that's not the one. Right. So how does it feel to be the person pointed out in front of millions of people as somebody's jump off only for it to not be. Then here was the other complaint that went off with that. Then there was, they, they put the picture up of this trainer or of this young lady was, then they start comparing light skin versus dark skin. Right. right. Who's prettier Always. than who. Always. You know, who's pretty. And I'm like, well, I mean, honestly, People can be pretty in different contexts. They can be beautiful to you in a different way. Like we have this certain image that is the Nia Long, you know, Hollywood. Let's, that, that's not let's not pretend like this is not a done up person. I'm not right. saying she's plastic surgery or nothing, but right. she obviously to us presents her best self. Absolutely. Movies, shows, magazine covers and all that. This person can be, you know, nappy headed, you know, blotchy skinned or whatever outside of the public eye. And I've said it several times. We always think the grass is greener on the other side. Yep. The truth of the matter is you just ain't watering your own lawn. Correct. You nope. just do that. Then you get on the other side, you find out it's AstroTurf. Man. The Green grass, concrete. The grass might be greener, but you still got to cut it. Still got to It might be. <laughs> it might have some doo-doo, dog doo-doo in it. <laughs> it's just it's the way it is. It's green. That's why all the that's dogs fertilizer. be in it. That's fertilizer. It's green. That's why all the dogs be in it. <laughs> that's what fertilizer right, is. Right, right. But I mean, I feel for dude because what a way to mess up your life. Oh, Such I mean, a yeah. personal thing. Because I mean, be it's, honest, not, it's not just it's not just his. You know, you got a whole team that was committed to family, going kids, back, yeah. going back to the championship. Right. AstroTurf. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> And, 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 you know, what's crazy is again, in our w- wide world of social media opinions, you got a bunch of folk commenting, going in on this couple. Absolutely. And they got three or four themselves got well, poor people problems. Well, you know, living in three B cheating with two B come on. Sir. And over here talking about, you know, this million dollar coach and this million dollar actress, you know. So, first of all, humanity has commonalities, man. There is right. no they, they have domestic violence in Beverly Hills. They 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 have arguing over money, you know, among the richest couples. And again, like you said, and I mean, I'll say that about us. There, there are people we cut a pretty good image with our families, man. Right. You know, our children, our wives, we dress. First of all, there's people that hate that image. Then there's people that don't seem to understand that it really is just the image and you're not putting on an image for them. You take a nice picture. You take a nice picture. Right. Here's my family. Here's my family. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then there are people like, listen, we're imperfect too, man. We, we, we have our pots and pans moments and we have our, I'm not talking to you. And we just kind of just human, man. We just human. Absolutely. So, I mean, respect what you see. Cause it is not like a phony people like to play that. It's just phony. If you have faults, then any image you portray is phony. Like you wouldn't be, you wouldn't be happy unless you saw that perfect couple right. looking publicly embarrassing and, and, and just trifling. Like that's what makes them real. But these are real people who are probably really in love, really feeling each other. And then real things happen. Absolutely. And nobody, like you said, nobody's perfect. Some people have just learned how I say po body's nerfing. <laughs> Some people have just learned how not to get caught. 
And I, like you said, I, I some hate, people got caught. Nobody cares. And How about correct. that? You got caught nine times and, and nobody cares. I absolutely cares. hate, I hate, you know, even sports commentators who sit up in the booth and tell everybody what they should have done, how they should have ran. And you ain't never played the game. Never played the game. Never you got ain't never anything. ran. You ain't never ran. You ain't never held a football. You ain't right. never shot a ball. But you're going to tell these people who make a million dollars how to do what they've been trained to do. Stop it. Absolutely. Sit at home. Take care of your own family. Everything be all right. And you know what? One more side. I guess you could call it like a a a side symptom of this, like a a I don't even know what to call it. But because we spend all our time giving so much attention to other people's drama, people feel pressured to try to share their drama to generate a, a similar discussion. So every time they break up, and I'm talking about people that are good and grown. It used to be like teenage drama, the teenage girl, I broke up with Billy. Now you got people like 57 years old talk about <laughs> me and James ain't together no more. Like, who cares? Facebook best, Pat, Facebook right. talk about it's complicated. If you ask me, right, right, it's complicated. You, you, you. I'm single, old. but I ain't searching. You know, I'm like, ain't nobody looking for you. But it's like they want to generate that dialogue. They want to have that praying for you, sis. Oh, you're a catch. They, he's going to miss you. I'm mean, like, you lying because you don't want him. You lying. You, you, you. If, they, if, they were that, if they were that attractive and if the person was missing out that much on the failed relationship, nobody would be on your comments. They'd be in your inbox. inbox. Whole time, dude, is somewhere else. Happy to the mug. I'm free. I don't care what she's saying on there. Absolutely, man. So, I mean, I, and I mean, it sounds silly, man, but you know how I feel about like this Facebook commentary about celebrities. It's like we have to live vicariously through other people's drama. And the richer they are, the more successful they are. And I hate to say it, but in black culture, especially, but it's in all cultures, it's like we, we set them up to knock them down. You know, one minute is the first black. This man, don't let Obama mess up, man. The jokes, the memes. Listen, before we Obama, go. Obama, we're we, counting on you, we Doc. Got, we got to move on. But before we go, 38, 30, what is it, 30, 35 years, Will Smith ain't do nothing. One smack. One man. smack. One smack. And we didn't kill the brother. He didn't, even, never, he didn't even smack his wife. We don't even want him to do another movie. Right. Come on, I watch all the movies. He did, yeah, yeah. But, you know, we don't know what they've done because apparently they live in a whole different reality anyway. So they, they've they apparently, you know what they did to avoid this? They just gave each other permission until old, until young dude embarrassed them. Right. That, that's right. what happened. They Absolutely. gave each other permission so they wouldn't have Neil Long problems. So Neil Long, if you want to know how to fix these issues, call, call Jada Pinkett Smith, <laughs> who apparently is still in love with Tupac more than she is with Will. <laughs> so... I ain't mad at you. I ain't mad at you. <laughs> well, with that, you know what time it is, y'all. We've coming to the meme of the week. Meme of the week. Meme of the week. Welcome to religiously incorrect, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> meme of the week. Meme of the week. We thank you. Send us your memes of the week. These are all jokes. We are just playing. Tell him I said, hey, how you look after church, after shouting, and being picked up after falling out. <laughs> Y'all leave my mama alone. That's one of them whose head like. Listen, listen. Yeah, that's a bucket they, they, right they, there. They grabbed the, the pew and just. Right. That, that, that's a bucket. And you know what, man? We need to bring back that kind of church, though. 
I miss it. I miss that kind of church, man. It. It's too it. it's too cutesy, two step. You can't shot in them heels like that. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Take Mm-mm. that off. Let that 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 beehive button they used to have. I like I like when you they step in or they dancing for about five five minutes and then all of a sudden they take off running. Then they just take off running. Right, right. All the way around the it church. Don't hit nothing. Don't hit nothing. Don't, don't hit nothing. <laughs> I mean, we need to bring back that folks were saved was, back then. Saved for real. People for were real. saved, saved back then. Put it, put it back up. This is what save save folk look like. This is what you look like after this, church. Th- th- yeah, this is what this is what During real save church. right. This is what you go to Golden Corral looking like. <laughs> <laughs> after this is what you was at Shoney's. This this is the re- this is the reason why wigs became so popular. This, this, this is exactly the quick weaves, man. Quick weaves. Just yes, on, th- this is it. This is it, man. So, hey, bring bring know, bring James Brown, bring Sweaty James Brown back you to know church. Grandmother looked just so funny. Pull, pull, pull it out, my pull it. Get the tweezers. Come on, wrench around here with them tweezers. Wrench, wrench around here. Watch, wrench around here with them tweezers. Get this, pull this here out. You need some clippers. I already waxed your mustache, Grandma. Would you? We're going to hell. Man. Hey, we need these oh laughs, man. Life's been hard. We, we need these laughs. We've had, a hard week. We've had a hard week, man. All right. We want to thank our sponsors. Phillips Care Cleaning Service. Hey, we need y'all to come down here and get these nats out of our studio. <laughs> All right, Phillips Care. Call Fernando at 330. <laughs> Two one nine. Y'all can read Fernando seven nine one six. And while you're at it, check out Phillips Lawn Care Service. You know, as long as my mower, I got my mower fixed. But but if my mower didn't work, they'd be the phone call. Leaves, grass, tree trimming, they do it all. Maintenance, uh, edging. You need to get it done. And it's too cold. People don't want to be out in the cold. They don't mind being cold, man. Put them out there. They'll wear a parka or something, and they'll they'll, they'll triple fat goose. They'll wear a triple fat goose and come out and cut your lawn. So thank you to our sponsors. Hey, y'all do me a favor. Like, share. (laughs) We're going to have a good time tonight. We're having a good time tonight. We're just going to have some fun. Here's our subject for tonight, Jeff. Uh, If it was it helping the hard headed, helping the hard, not your kids, (laughs) not your kids. Somebody type in the comments, helping the hard headed, like share tag. Pastor Jeff and I, as pastors, we are going to speak for all pastors. Yes. Because there is an epidemic in the They've church. They've all given us permission. They've, They've signed, given us permission. We signed waivers. They signed waivers. Ross Johnson is in on this. <laughs> Bishop Paramore, a.k.a. Suge Knight. <laughs> Pastor Hurd. President, President Harrison. No Limit Soldier. Pastor Hurd is in on this. Charles Barkley. Uh, <laughs> Kenny Simon. Who I call Skinny Charles Barkley. <laughs> Reverend Pettis over there on Reverend the Pettis. <laughs> Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Jr. <laughs> we got a joke for everybody. <laughs> and if we don't have a joke for you, you don't matter. <laughs> We're calling this helping the hard-headed. Like here's what it is. This is your seasonal issue member. Mm-hmm. This is chronic. Chronic. That's a good word for it. Habitual. Habitual. Chronic drama Mm -hmm. 
bad decisions, poor lifestyles, failure to heed warnings. And, and here's the thing about it, Pastor Jeff. They come to church. Oh, they come. The, the, I'm not talking about, you know, the world, the, the sinner man. I'm talking about people who've been in church too long to be going through the same patterns. And, and don't give me this. Let, let me just let me just qualify this. Uh-huh. It's not a stronghold. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's not a stronghold. Unspiritualize. Let, let's unspiritualize this because they, they are very serious, difficult spiritual matters that people go through. Right. But then there are some decisions that people habitually make. Bad decisions. And here's where we're trapped. Because of the compassion that we have and even more that we're expected to have beyond what we have, it just feels like it becomes a strain of when is enough enough. I mean, it could just be a basic scenario of a person who is not good with their finance. And then when it's not all about money, but that's just one of the easier things. Right, right, right. There are many cases, not always, when people need assistance. And at the root of that need of assistance is bad decision making that will likely repeat itself. Absolutely. After the assistance is given. And the bad thing is they'll leave your church about the third time when you finally say no. You've asked, you've maxed you've asked out. them, yeah. you've asked them, you told them, listen, we're going to, because we're, we st- we'll help you the first time. Nobody on the street. We'll help you the first time. It's all good. We'll, right. we'll, we'll, we'll bless you. We'll make sure you're all right. And we'll, and we'll, we'll simply say, are you willing to do some kind of counseling? Right. Are you willing right. to, and you know, and, and, and that becomes a problem right there and of itself, because when we asked you for your budget in which you pay, and once we tell you, or we see that you got cable, Listen, once we see that you got Netflix and Hulu, you got you got Tubi. <laughs> that's free, <laughs> but they paying for it some kind of way. I mean, you Stars. know, stars. I mean, you got cell phones, but I mean, but you want us to pay. Do we have a right to judge what they have? Well, I mean, and we're just talking about the financial part. We're not going to stick on this, but. Do we have a right to judge what someone's? I mean, I'm not well, telling I, you to sell your phone, but maybe you could downgrade, downgrade. That, that plan. Yes, and uh, you know, you don't, you don't, you don't get a walkie-talkie. To, you can have post-it you know, notes, general cable. You know what I mean? Yeah, you ain't got to have a three hundred dollar plan. You ain't got to have HBO Max. You got NFL Sunday Ticket. What they, what they used to call HBO? It was one of them. No, it send, to the max. Max. send to the max. Send to the max. <laughs> send to the max. It was, yeah, send to the you max. You don't need all that. Call the skin of max. So get some basic cable. But but I'm, but what if they've exhausted that? What if it's not about all of the luxuries they might have? Well, they might not have any of that. But but what if it's a failure to heed advice and discipline? on how to not find themselves. And I'm not talking about, well, something else just came up. But honestly, I'm not sure if that's always the case. I think it's easy to say, well, something came up and I'm back in a bind. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like once you bring a story, and by the way, all we have is a story. Right. Oh, all we have. You know, at what point do we say enough is enough? I'm sorry we can't help you this time. And we all know the old adage. You can say yes a thousand times. Mm-hmm. And the one time I'm you say no. no, 
you know, it's, it's a problem. And then what's the next logical step? Well, I went to my church and they wouldn't help me. Right, right, right. Now we're the bad people. You're the villain. We're the villain. We they, on Facebook. they can't wait. Yeah, they, they can't they wait. On Facebook. I, knew I can't it. believe they wouldn't. I knew it. They, I always knew he wasn't nothing. I've been paying my time. Listen, your $5. Don't make me open this book up. <laughs> Do not make me open these receipts up. Now that would be, you know, we need to bring back in our church is one of them, man. The old Baptist churches, man. They will put everybody's given in a book. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That sucker was in the bulletin. They listen, told me that one time. I have, was like, listen, we might not have those, uh, uh, documents that they save after the funeral, but receipts. Oh, we got receipts. We got receipts. I don't keep resolutions, but well, I do yeah, keep we, receipts. We got resolutions, but we got receipts. They're, they'll be stored in the archives of our church. <laughs> <laughs> you know, your church ain't got no archives. You ain't got an office. <laughs> Talk about the archives. Yeah, man. Because good point, Scott. How many times can you get put over without a license? But here's the. But you're the church. You're. You're supposed to be merciful. You're supposed to be gracious. And by the way, you take everybody's money every week. You take everybody's money. You know, Dr. Umar Johnson said, and, you know, he's a foremost authority on all things spiritual. He said the black church owes the black community all the money it's taken from the black community. We owe them. Come on. The Bible says this. We are to be. Stewards, stewards, and good ministers and good servants, one or the other. It says servants or stewards over our over our over our finances. What are we doing if we if we keep on giving it away? But that's what the Bible says. But Todd says ninety percent of them Negroes don't give us nothing. No way. That's that's what Todd says. The TJV version. Uh, but but when you have that, that's financial. But what what about when it gets like behavioral? And circumstantial. That becomes a little bit more. It becomes a little more. Well, first of all, it becomes sick, more cyclical because, you know, finance, a lot of people do some uh, as age and they, a lot of people get out their financial situation, but some people are just, the they hood just get on just welfare. Animal. They just get on welfare. Yeah. The is. hood is just completely in them and they're going to fight. They're going to cuss. They're going to, you know, you're going to keep on. But it'd be bad back. relationships. Like bad you relationships, keep, you know, yeah. Here's a big one with me. Uh, wayward children mm-hmm. or problems with like, you know, they're not necessarily children, but they're young people in their lives. The, the, the young adults, you know, that's big now. The, the usually moms that don't want to let go of badly behaving young adults. And you're like, hey, at some point you have to hold them accountable, cut them off, tell them they can't stay with you, you know. That's my son. I love it. But they see the result and the pain it brings. That love tie is there and it's genuine. It's real. Right. I, I would hope somebody would have it for me. But at the same time, I worry about what that tie and that bond and that love could do to actually damage the person. And you're trying to counsel them. And sometimes it's multiple. Right. Multiple. And sometimes people are making the same mistake over and over again with new generations of people. Absolutely. With new and, and and again, you're 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 trying to preach, you're trying to teach, you're trying to counsel. But I mean, there have been times in my life where I'm like, 2 a.m. phone call from a family I know is in chaos. What so here's what I'm I'm not saying I don't want to help. 
I get to a point where I think my help doesn't do any good. You know what I mean? Like uh, I can, my, you, I, you know, come settle this dispute. Our house, everything's right, messed up. Right, you know, right. we're, we're fighting with this, with that, you know, that my son came home drunk again, like pastor, just come out here. If you talk to him, I'm like, I don't think so. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm just being honest. Like you're still free moral agents. You're right. human beings. And after a while, it feels like theater. Right. You know what I'm saying? It feels like theater. And, and, and I, I'm, I'm like the audience and the actor in your wow. theater. And I'm not getting paid. Right. <laughs> you know, and I don't mean like physically, you know, I'm not saying I need your money to, to help you. But when it's so cyclical, man, and we use that word hard headed because there might be some circumstances that are out of your control. But I believe that everybody outside of some extreme cases have some decisions they can make Mm -hmm. that I would rather hear you try to do something different. Right. Then you're calling me back with the exact same scenario. And and just, and yours is with children for me and mine has always been, and probably will continue to be. um, And it's probably one of the hardest situations is when you have, um, domestic violence going on in the house and you know the woman is generally the one trying to come to church trying to make sure her man is you know safe right right you know what i'm saying but you're coming to church with you can't wear sunglasses in church because all the time you know yeah. it's like you know what i mean we know something's going on at home but you know it's, it's like now, is that hard-headed or is that broken is and that's that's probably a little bit of, because i mean like, i don't know I, I heard somebody say yesterday heard a guy say yesterday that because <laughs> I feel a little I feel a little out of place as a man speaking on a woman to tell her what she's feeling and what the cause of her I, I abuse is. I completely understand. But there is abuse. And what I'm saying is that it is it's some most times it continues to go on and on and somebody needs to. Step in, I mean, you know, because most of these girls a lot of it end up in death. Right. A lot of it ends up in death. And we can't just say, I, I can say, I can say, like you just said, I feel bad for telling a girl how she feels, but I'll feel better during her funeral. I'll feel worse. You know, saying, I agree. you know, if I did not step in, you know what I'm saying? Because, but, but to me, that meets the definition of a stronghold and a serious emotional mental tie and brokenness that could predate that relationship or that was created within that relationship, I would have a hard time saying, are oh, you hard headed? That's me. Oh, now, I'm not saying yeah, you're you know, saying you're right. You're, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely not saying that a female is hard. I was just saying, because you talked about things that happen, go on and on and go on and on and on. No, I, 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 right, I totally right. understand it. But, but, but right. to be, but to be clear that even though it does, it does include a strong hold and, and, and a spiritual tie there are decisions that sometimes because of that, they can't bring themselves to, to make. make, right. You know, Hey, you need to walk away. You need to be willing to move. You need to be willing. And, 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 and that it sounds so simple saying, right. Right. It Absolutely. sounds so simple well, saying. And then it's also, you, you have the guy who's in a hard headed of, of himself because he's the one that keeps on doing it. Well, he's more hard fisted, hard fisted, hard headed. <laughs> But yeah, it's, it's still know, a problem. these guys, yeah. I mean, and they'll say, you know, if you leave, I'm gonna, you know, I'm you either gonna be with me or you're gonna be dead. 
Well, some of them come back around with that, you know, pathetic pity crying. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've had I'm people sorry. get up in church and want to apologize in front of church to their wives. Yeah, I had that when I was young. That was one of the weirdest All things right. I ever saw. Woo, I don't know if I can let that go on. When we get off the air, I'll tell you who it was. <laughs> we know these people. I mean, he got up and did a whole take me back, baby. And, and one of the church members was like, take him back. <laughs> go get your man. We're like, this is a bad situation. <laughs> I'm on the organ like we let this go. I'm on the organ like dun dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> and then when she walked up there, I played like the loser prices right. Do 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 do. Like you struck out in Plinko. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> but you are right. You are right. And please, all for all our listeners, I am definitely not calling women hard headed. I'm no, I understand, not, but you're not. But but let's let's stick on that point. Getting up and making a show out of your supposed repentance doesn't make you any less hard-headed. Say that again. Say getting up and trying to make a show in church oh, yeah. out of your supposed repentance does not make you any less hard-headed. Mm-hmm. And I hate it. that kind of theater of I want to make a big show out of myself. Like I want to put myself on blast almost as if that like makes you more transparent and real and sincere when you know, like, man, I ain't going back to that. I ain't going back to that lifestyle. You got crack in your pocket right now. Like, you're going to, you're, you're going, you know, like, it's there. But I'm saying, but they feed off the sympathy and the attention. And they want it from us. And when we don't give it, when we say, you're grown, mm-hmm. you need to make decisions about your life, then it is, the church hurt me. Yeah, that's church hurt. That's church, church, church. And I'll be honest. No, I'm, I'm saying this as an insider. I'm, I'm, I'm a PK pastor. You know, I've, I've had friends, family, people. There's almost always more to a story. Absolutely. When someone says they hurt me, they put me out. They rejected me. I needed help. They didn't help me. Usually what you're saying is the fifth time they didn't help me. That That's what it is. The fifth time. And by the way, Here's the worst part about worst part about helping people as pastors in the church is because we choose to be discreet and because we choose not to put people on blast, we don't have much proof. Right. And it would be uncouth and inappropriate for us to tell snap all back. we don't snap back. what we've done. Right. So right. we have to just sit there and listen to this narrative, go out there while that person walks away, finds another pastor or a church or in this day and age, just watching somebody on YouTube and then does the exact same thing all exact over again. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, them because, because uh, oftentimes pe- these are people are not church hoppers. They're, they're finding other people to take advantage of. True. It's just, it, and that's the difference. We got to be clear about that. Yeah. 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 A, a church hopper is, you know, someone who is like having some new spiritual experience or they're getting excited about a ministry. There are some people who are just literally looking for the money looking and the sympathy over. And a new place to tell their story mm-hmm. and to be the one. Because here's the problem with a lot of our churches. Okay, let's talk about how here's a good shift gear, Big Mike. Churches help to enable oh. hard headed members because churches love problem children. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And if you're a new member with problems, we just can't wait to prove to the world that we are the church mm-hmm. and 
and there's nothing too hard for God. And we're listening to the story at the altar. And then you wonder why we become cynical after a while. Right. Right. Because we thought we were going to rescue so many people mm-hmm. only to realize we had no, no idea what we were getting ourselves into. Some of us don't even know, or we do know, and we think we can do better than the church down the street. We do know they, they use the same pattern somewhere else. And, I'm, and, and let's be honest, man, a person's character is just their character sometimes. It, it's, it's, it's their pattern. And here's a, here's a big problem with that, Pastor Todd, because some of, watch this, some of the pastors enable in order to keep. Dependency. It, yeah. Yes. I, you depend on me. I depend on you. Right, I brought right. you this. You ought to stay. Right. Right. You need to stay because we've done this much for you. And, and some of them are so deep. They, they feel like you need my prayers. Like I'm the only one that can touch God. I'm the only one that knows you and your situation. I'm so intimately intertwined. You, you know what aggravates people? And I can say this. This is probably. Uh, thank you, Seth. Uh, the need to be needed, Elder mm-hmm. Smith, the need to be needed. There it is. And and we struggle with it. If we'd be honest, most ministers struggle with, it, especially not picking on nobody. But if you're a smaller church hoping to get some members, you'll take anybody. And I've watched some pastors do that. Take anybody and you can see the red flags. A mi- They came in your church waving red flags. <laughs> I'm crazy. And you're like, but that's somebody. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's almost somebody to get us busy or, or that's going to, I'm going to help them and they're going to revere me and they're going to respect me and I'm going to turn them around. And it almost never works out that way because they were never going to be impressed with you. You know what I mean? They were never going to be. We lived right, through that. Absolutely. I watched people that I love become very, very cynical about helping people because of all the people they helped. Absolutely. Then they turn into, I ain't helping nobody. I'm not doing anything. But we enable that. You know, big churches, let's be clear here. The little church has, here's the big church. Because we don't know your story and because we have enough to not miss what we're giving, mm-hmm. we make you feel like we're doing something for you. Right. When really you're just another number in line yep. because we can afford the big trucks of food and we can afford to just write you a check and make a uh, some example. I'm paying your gas, bill, I'm paying your light bill. I'm doing, you know, and that sounds so great because I don't have to even know you. I got enough that I don't have to. I, don't, I ain't missing this. And then again, that's a toxic. There's always going to be somewhere new to go where I can get blessed. When really I'm, I'm stuck in a lot of mess. You know, I don't intend, you know, and, and with younger people, and I want to say younger people, anybody who is in cyclical problems, they learn how to function within that problem. And whatever you think you're doing, it's just a brief interruption to them continuing in that problem. Continuing in a hurry. In, in you a know, hurry. so what is what, what is what is uh, and how much should we use of what we call the benevolence fund? <laughs> Man, we can cancel People that whole joint. We do. And you know what's funny? We have not used it very much the last few years. We put a certain amount every year in, and some of our various offerings or efforts, it could be like oh, Christmas. That. Second Baptist got a huge benevolence. <laughs> Listen, oh, we get calls. You know what? Oh, we get calls, man, weekly. You know what? You, you know what turns people off? Fill out this form and we'll get back to you yep, in 36 that's hours. It. That's it right there. Man, that's, mm-hmm. my, that's my joint. Fill out this mm-hmm. form. It, it, like, never mind. 
And, and, you know, it's always an emergency. Like, I need it right, right now. now. I'm right in the now. hotel right now. All I need is $72. It's always some odd amount. All I need is $69.13. And I can I can rent this hotel for the and, rest and, of the month. And the problem is, the problem is, Pastor, let's just be honest. They don't kick you out after one month of, of, of your rent being. Right. They, they don't come. kick you out. I think it's about three months. You got to be before. at least three months. You yeah. got to be about three. Yeah. Only people who going to turn you off after one month is a water company. <laughs> Right. right. The water company goes shut. You miss. And depending on where you live, you can argue yourself out of that. <laughs> but here's the thing, man. People know how to make a way when they have no other choice. Mm. What we do sometimes is give them too quick of an out. Yes, yes, yes. Too yes. quick of an out. And we do have the benevolence. And that's what people play on. Don't y'all have benevolence? Ain't that why y'all take up offerings? Actually, no. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> no. no. I mean, a portion. And again, you're supposed to start inside. Mm-hmm. Now, I had something I had to go to a scripture. I believe somebody can correct me. It might be in Timothy versus second Timothy, man. And I had to literally go to the scriptures and somebody came at me and I'm, I'm a widow. I'm this, I'm that. And like the scriptures literally say your children should help you first. Mm-hmm. What, what are your kids doing? You got grown kids. Let them come in here and say, we can't do nothing for our mama. Wow. With wow. $300 J's on. Right. Let them come in here. After they was turning up all weekend at the club and say, we can't help with rent. You know, the hard headed. You know what I mean? And, and, and let's 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 go. Let's go beyond that. Conflict and contention and bad behavior that causes confusion in the church. That we have to step in and clean up. Right. Absolutely. You know, bad attitudes, pretentious with other people. And we're striving as pastors to keep the unity. And here's what we end up doing. Explaining people to other people to try to keep people getting along. Well, you know, sister so-and-so, she's got, and, you know, brother, he, that's just the way he talks. And then you go over and, you know, you got to understand. And we're sitting here playing referee. With people, and I'm, sometimes I sit like, could y'all not get along in a room together? Like if I, you know, basic stuff. Like you, who's gonna bring the hot dogs and the buns turns into a, right, a wrestling right, match. Right, 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 right. Yeah. And it seems to me, it just seems to me, and maybe I maybe it's just me. It seems to me that a lot of them are the older members. Sometimes who's supposed to be seasoned. But well, let me tell you something. My biggest disappointment lately has been watching younger members who've watched older members create this chaos, create a church that people don't even want to go to that has this caricature, mm-hmm. you know. Like that everybody talks about on Facebook in the movies. Now I'm looking at people in their thirties and forties and fifties. You call them fairly younger and repeating the exact same patterns. Right. And, and you know, we don't mean to be all super biblical and stuff, but let's just be honest because the Bible does say we're selfish. We demand our own way. What causes problems among you is because you, you have these jealous issues with one another. It's basically a, you know, what measuring contest half the time, right? you know, with who can be closer, who can do more. But we don't realize that that behavior actually forces conflict to happen. And we can come around and say, hey, sister, hey, brother, if, when, you, when you talk like that or when you cut so-and-so off like that or when you, you know, knock a brother or sister down when they're trying to give an idea, that creates problems. Just let people, no, 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 I don't want to hear it. You know, whatever it might be. And I'm like, but you're making my job harder. Right. Then I got to get up here and start preaching all angry on Sundays and talk about these <laughs> no good Negroes, uh, you know. So, I mean, have you ever been in a place 
where you had to just almost, I hate to use the word silence because we don't use those words no more, but you almost had to like suspend like the Celtics coach, a habitual offender in the church. Like it's like, Hey, I, I, I can't even use you right now. I can't publicly affirm you right now. People are tired of me still letting you do stuff. When, 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 when there always just seems to be some kind of like, it's hard to say because it makes you feel like you're picking on somebody right, and there's right, always right, some, right. but what about what they, but I'm like, uh, I kind of see it here. Right. You know, right. have you ever been in that position where it's oh, so bad? I've definitely, that you I've, have definitely to, I've definitely had to, what you call silence, sit down uh, a couple members. And, you know, it was, once again, it was habitual. It happened more than once. It happened over and over again. And it's like, you know, mama used to say, what the mommy, let me say, a hard head makes a soft butt, right? right. So sometimes I'm, you have to let people hit their heads. Right. Sometimes you have to say, you know what? I can't help you anymore because me helping you was hurting me. But at that point, you're, you got to be ready to lose them. Oh, definitely. It, it, I mean. Because nobody accepts that. When's the last time somebody accepted being sat down or removed from something? That one or two things, either they left the church altogether or they went into such an inactive mode and almost always dragged some folk with them. If she can't be the head of this, we all quitting with her. Or we all just suddenly take this back seat. You know, we gonna act like, you know, if I can't be over the cupcake p- p- committee, I'll just act like cupcakes don't exist anymore. Uh, Pastor Bowie is there. We should bring him in. Pastor Bowie listen, said he listen, sat I'm, down I'm glad, leader. I'm glad Pastor Bowie in because Pastor Bowie knows exactly who I'm talking about. He knows exactly who I'm talking I had a guy come to my church. Mm-hmm. The last church I was at, not this church that I'm at. Right. Came to my church. He was there for a while. For a while. Um, so was a minister when he came. You know, we had set up a date for him to do his trial sermon at, at, at my church and everything. Done all, done all this stuff. Uh you know, I get a call probably the Monday before he was supposed to preach. He was engaged at this time. He was engaged to get married. Then he was to married. Neil Long. He was engaged to Neil Long. <laughs> Plot twist. This dude was married twice. Okay. No, still married to two people. At the same time? At the same and about to get married again. Where's your discernment at, Jeff? Listen. That's what I mean. See, we don't know. We don't These know. Guys come in so smooth. Right. They, I mean, they they know the word. They know this. They know that. I mean, just smooth. This brother was married to two people was, at the same time. He was a whole and Mormon. About to get married again. He was a whole Mormon during the Baptist said, church. So when I had to talk with him, this dude still ain't talked to me to this day. No, first, first he said, first he he, he told me what went on, what happened. I remember that. This is here's the question he asked me. So am I still good for Friday or Sunday? Am I still good? You know, at this point, I'm like, nigga, no. Right. Right. Tell Brigham Young to go to somebody else's church. If you don't. Oh, Joseph Smith. If you don't take your. If you don't take your. Yo, um, David Koresh. Like, are you serious? Whoa. Oh, polygamous Baptist church, man. And after that, I, 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 he took, took, took did he call one first lady and the other second lady? Which I mean, they, 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 neither, he wasn't with neither one, but they were still, I mean, they were still legally married. Two of them, comedy, two of them, two legally (laughs) married people. I'm like, and a third on the way, and a third on the way. This is comedy. How was this happening? (laughs) 
this is real life for this, us. This is real life. People don't understand. This is real life for us. This is <laughs> this is, is a whole Mormon in your church. <laughs> oh Mormon. That brother moved from Utah. You should have knew something. Man. You should have knew something, man. Over there looking like what is that? The wives' tales or whatever. Man, uh, I'm trying to tell you. I mean, cool brother, too, man. But you said, Oh, we still good for something. Still good for something. No. How's we good for Sunday? You ain't good for everything. You're not good for anything. You can't even. You can't even uh, read. You can't, you can't even read do the scripture, scripture man. Right? <laughs> Don't even sit on a pew, man. You just stand. <laughs> you stand in a corner till you get right. Lord, Jesus. That, that's why we need to bring sinners benches back. Like you sit over there, <laughs> sinners. You, you sit on the sinners bench before <laughs> you burn. Now, we gotta bring this old school back. I'm telling y'all, man. We've gone, we've gone too far, man. That, and that's that, and that's a part of it is that we have lost the art of shame. Right. Absolutely. We have successfully don't judged me out of any sense of shame. I'm not talking about people shaming you. I'm talking about you being ashamed of yourself. That's the thing. And and, and because of that, people can portray conscious decisions that create chaotic results as just life struggles. Absolutely. I'm like, you're not struggling. This is not, I'm not saying there's not a real spirit, but you're not doing that either. Cause I'm like, all right, come to prayer meeting. Let, let's have some intense study and prayer. They don't want that either. They want a, a, a quick word. Then God help me. Cause you know, who's hard headed saints, favorite people are. Hard-headed saints' favorite people are guest preachers. Oh, my goodness. The hard-headed saints love traveling evangelists. (laughs) They love... Hard-headed saints absolutely love prophets. They love revivals. You want to come into this, Elder Smith? Come on in, Elder Smith. Come on, come Just on. stay in the back. You stay back there with Mike. We, we, got, we got another ghost voice. Elder Smith, our, our resident traveling evangelist. He's, a, he's in town on assignment. Talk to us, Elder. Tell us Talk that hard-headed us saints love traveling preachers. They love traveling preachers love because they feel like they're gullible. Yep. Mm-hmm. They play that role. You'll feel sorry for me, and you only know half the story. And the first thing I say is I don't counsel people's members when I come to town. There it come is. on, sir. There it is, Doc. Come on. If you got a problem, I don't even go to people's house for dinner. Bruh. That's the pastor because Tell you might mm. be the biggest devil in the church. Exactly. Well, well so they feel like oh, they got dinner so, for you. All right. They got dinner for you. All <laughs> it's right. dinner. All right. It's dinner. You're gonna it's have Netflix and chill. Netflix and chill. <laughs> You're going to have roast pasta. Ro- roast pasta. <laughs> You're going to have roast pasta. You have roast. Yeah. <laughs> And mash the elder. And mash the elder with gravy. With homemade gravy. With homemade gravy. That's exactly right, Elder Smith. And and I'm telling you, and we sit back and y'all think we're haters. We're not haters. We're watching people who we know have not been trying to do anything right. I mean, flip over pews as somebody who they know don't know they mess. Know those that labor. No, no, no. Know know them. Know them. This is why we brought the travel event. My my late pastor should say when we get those members, and I I really have to say this is two stories. He would say all the time, he would say, uh, tell people, um, you're more than welcome. We're glad to have you, but you're more than welcome to leave. Oh, I he would say that, that all down. the time. We're, we're glad, glad to we're, have you. We're glad to have you. you more more than and then one time a lady came in and she said, Pastor, I, I, I wanna, I'm going to leave and, and I want to know if I could get a letter before I go to the next <laughs> church. He said, when you go in the office, tell them to give you two. 
Listen. Okay. Was it F you? <laughs> <laughs> this this is a true story. This is yeah. a true story. So we had this gentleman. He was a member of the church and just in and out of church all his life. Just just always needy, always just coming. So one night, I guess pastor just had enough. Mm-hmm. And he came to the altar the night that the evangelist was there. Mm-hmm. And pastor got up. He said, listen, brother so-and-so. He said, listen, all your life, you've been in and out of church. Your grandmother say, your mother say, mm-hmm. your auntie say, right. you, he said, you just been, he said, and I'm tired of it. He said, tonight, I want you to choose who you're going to serve, God or the devil. I don't care which one, but pick one tonight. Right. Because you get to a point where these hard-headed people come to the office for counseling. That's it. But then they don't take your advice. Don't take any advice. And call you from jail. And call you right. from jail. Right. Call you from jail. Right. Right. And I've watched a preacher actually tell people, don't, don't, don't waste your time praying for this one. Because right. he's just going to do it. Because it's going to be, yeah. It's going it, to be. It, it, it's, it's be but, but we have to be, and, and, and put, put Pastor Bowie's uh, yeah, mic, I if you would. Yeah. As pastors, we've tolerated some behaviors when we should have been in a church discipline mode. Right. And because we haven't, when we do, we seem callous or without empathy. Now, I would say a part of that is we have let the pressure okay. of the world mm-hmm. and yes. the opinions of people who are not responsible, just be not responsible for these people, their right. souls, not going to be there for them. And then God help me if you are there for them. And I hate to see this when some folk are like, I stepped in where the church didn't, I came in and helped so-and-so out. Y'all, y'all put this, first of all, this is a big thing that's happened with, you know, let's say a young lady gets pregnant or something like that. We're to the point where you can't even say, by the way, you know, getting pregnant out of wedlock is wrong. Right. I'm not shaming you. I'm not saying that you are a terrible person. You have no hope that 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 God can work through you, that the child cannot ultimately be a blessing. But the act that brought this along is wrong, is a sin and is wrong. And so here comes ghetto mama pseudo spiritual person from around the way talking about I'll take all the girls and then they all end up screwed up and having seven more babies, but at least I love them. But you, but you know, but you actually set them up for failure. Right? We have, we have such a shipwreck. There it is. We have such a, a talk because of, and not everybody, but because of so many people dealt with stuff themselves, right. even as pastors, yep, even as leaders. So they want to have the same grace that God gave them. But understanding not that there, everybody can't take that show. We continue in saying that grace may abound. Right. God forbid. Right. Listen, sometimes that grace, we got to cut that off right. because we cannot just allow you to keep on messing and don't let a member know something you've done. Right. They'll take advantage of the whole church. Well, don't let me get up and tell the truth at the funeral. Right. When the grace ran out. Right. Can't <laughs> well, we, we don't, you know, <laughs> we can't forget to implement that. Every organization, every whatever society, they, there's rules, right. there's, there's discipline, because what happens and with the new millennium church that if you don't, there are certain things that we knew coming up as young people. Bishop is not going to tolerate this. Your mama ain't going to tolerate and, it. And we not, there was three things we feared the most. That was over rebuke, mm-hmm. being silent and being put out. Those are three things, but it kept us in line. Whom the Lord loveth, he what? Disciplines, he chastens. That's absolutely right. They think when you come to church is the only place that we're not supposed to discipline you. If you let one and you don't show some, everybody said, well, 
bother him. And the thing is being consistent all the way across. All the way across. And I mean, you know, it's, it's true that in this day and age, you know, churches that actually exercise discipline, you know, they, they tend to not be. Here's the funny thing. They tend to either be smaller or they tend to be so large they can afford to lose people or lose gifts. And so they do have some system you know, as, as much as they might have because they're large enough. I think it's those in-between churches that have a lot of the struggles because they're, they're big enough to be thriving well, but they're small enough to still be dependent on a certain group of people to thrive well. And so that plays too much of a part in how we're going to handle things. But, you know, I think that we have to own up that a lot of failures in the church are not because church isn't good enough, loving enough, this or that we don't behave well enough. Right in and outside of the church. And again, whether it's relationally, financially, and all of those things, we don't behave to our capacities because we have been trained to believe there's always an out. Right. You know, there's, there's always going to be an out. Somebody's always going to step in. And honestly, it's the world we live in, going back to social media and things. I mean, anybody can make any story sound sympathetic and get a group of people I mean, have you ever watched some people like tell a story and it's not that it's not bad what happened, but you know, there's more to it and it didn't have to happen that way. And next thing you know, they're getting thousands of dollars in donations and I'll take you to Walmart and let's all gather gift cards. And this is spreading beyond people that even knew them. And now they're just taking advantage of their own bad behavior. Uh, And put Pastor Tatum's up. uh, Oh yeah. Because that, and, I, and I, I truly agree with her that people believe that the compassion of Jesus overrides consequences for action. But I think people don't read the whole Bible. They only read about the compassion of Jesus and they don't read about the rebuke of Jesus. Jesus did turn over tables. Correct. Jesus did. Jesus. Correct. told Jesus told the guy who who was blind. Uh, he said, listen, he said, go wash in a pool. Right. Go wash. Now, here's the thing. He's still blind. Still blind. How do you get there? <laughs> you know, right. he's. He's making sure that you really want this. Right. There, there, there has to be some there accountability. There has to be some accountability and some parts. desire. Right. There has to be some type of accountability. Well, well here's what they say, Pastor Jeff. Well, Jesus and God, they do discipline and judge, but only they can do it. Oh, my. You're not only in God a place. Only God can judge me. Yeah, only yeah. God can judge yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. that's. And when you're speeding. Right. Only that officer can, even though you want to make up a story that I really wasn't going that right. fast. Right. But because who he is, you have automatic respect for him right. because who he is. But then when you come to church, you right. want to say, oh, he's a mere man. Well, but the officer didn't write the law. He just enforces it. Right. That's right. it. That's we, we don't write, write the law. We, we, we just enforce it. We don't write the law. And we live with the reality, it. Elder Smith. We live with yeah. the reality, Pastor Jeff, that we've all been there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Five of y'all were speeding. Right. One of you got pulled over. That's it. That's it. And That's your it. argument about what about the others <laughs> does not fly. It does fly. not fly. It does I not I fly. You. I caught you. I caught yeah, you. you. You the one I got. You the one I got. You know, and, and, and maybe next time somebody else will get them too. But I mean, again, that there, there has to be limits. And I want to give you all, you know, next five minutes or so, if you're watching, if you have a scenario or a question for the pastors, you know, this would be the last five, 10 minutes, ask a black pastor, a little portion about how we deal with those difficult situations or a scenario. What do you feel? Or, or maybe you disagree with something we've said. I mean, come on. I mean, bring it. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm down. I'll fight. I'll fight you. You're wrong. I mean, you're wrong. You, you have every right to have an opinion. You have every, and every right, right to be wrong. To be wrong. But, it's my, but I noticed, though. It's and the right to leave. Yeah, it's a mentality thing. We'll come to your church and feel like we should do anything. 
we'll go to this, the other church. There it is. And totally respect it. If they say Absolutely. sit down. He's talking about down. white people. Right. Yeah. <laughs> He's talking about white people. I know a church now yeah. uh, in, 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 in Ohio that um, you're not a member unless you submit your W-2s. You're shaking my table, Doc. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> they're, they're, you're not a member. Unless oh, I have a brother but, who went to a church but like that. If we did that, oh, you're going to hell and then putting oh, on Facebook. He's wrong. He's, you're he's a shyster. Good. You're he's yeah. Shyster. You're greedy. Oh, you yeah. Greedy. Money. But you know what? And that's a whole nother. We we've been through that conversation, but it's so man that mentality. And let's just be clear: black folk obeying white people while simultaneously arguing with other black people. Is like a tale as old as time. It's like you'll go to a white church and literally let him be your slave master. Right. And then come to the black church and say, you put your pants on one leg at a time, just like I do. I ain't such and such and such and such. And if you watch in the white church and it says, sit over there on that milk crate, you sit right on down and sing whatever, good, good father, whatever y'all be singing. Uh, you, you <laughs> talk about snow cones and polar bears or whatever, whatever y'all be singing, uh, snowflakes and stuff. But that that's that's Ooh. a that's a deep mentality because <laughs> I've watched people, including with the benevolence, including with the help, when they go to those other churches. By the way, some of those people have called me and said, "We're helping somebody you know." And here's the crazy thing: and they had to do X and Y and Z and bring this in and report that, and they did all of that. And I'm like, word. Like word, cause wow. I just asked them to come in and see me in my office, and they told me just cash app them. They don't even want to see my face, cause that's how it just went. Cash just cash app me. I need it right now. I don't yeah. want to hear that. So if you got a question or, or a comment, uh, go ahead and leave your question, your comment. We we love to hear from you. How much is too much? Have you been in a place where you were that person that did too much? Maybe you realized after the fact you were wrong. You know, you ever been sat down before, Jeff? Come on. Several times. <laughs> Come on, man. This is Jeff. On, this is Pastor Stanford we're talking Listen, about. Let me, let me tell y'all. I, I was going to bring this up earlier, but I, I go ahead. Now, now that you uh, open Pandora's spot, box, right. I really don't want to. But I, and I was there. You know, I remember. And he was and, a habitual and, line and, stepper. And for me, <laughs> Jeff, Pastor Jeff was a habitual line stepper. Watch this though. Watch this. Well, I remember I got up in front of the church. I was at one of those churches. You did one of those. I got up in front of the church and I just went, I just, I just lost control. I told on everybody. You told on everybody. Told Listen, on everybody. if I'm going down, <laughs> I told on everybody. You did like, like a Bill Barr. I was with her. I was with her. I was with her. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Your deaconess. Yeah. That's the I best. told on everybody. You did a whole Tyler Perry scene. <laughs> I remember after the over Jinx was like, man, you just told on the whole church. <laughs> but, confession is good for the soul but it also it also said you know it also ended all those relationships <laughs> and next week next week Jeff came to church and the whole uh, sit down pew was full he's like we all in here together <laughs> singing the jailhouse rock <laughs> that is yeah, funny but, I'm being, but and I think <laughs> yo, I think snitch. one of the things we don't yo, do Christian snitch <laughs> That's why Jeff isn't made for the streets. <laughs> he snitched everybody out. Listen, here's the problem, and you tell me if I'm I'm correct. We publicly sit people down, but then we bring them back real quietly. Oh yeah, you won't know they're back up we, until we, they yeah, until I they mean, say the prayer. I, I think it's I think <laughs> I think it's ignorant. And when they get back up, it has to be like the most menial task right. ever. They have to say like grace at the children's church over the crackers and the juice. <laughs> like they went for preaching revivals. 
they, they went from preaching revival. Go downstairs. Yeah. Go downstairs. You can't even teach them. You, yeah, your first works. Yeah, your children's church. Just go say grace over the crackers, the Teddy Grahams. That you got to earn your position back. Yeah, you do know better. You can you can direct cars to the parking lot. <laughs> That's what we need to that, do, man. And that's what I'm saying. Don't get set down because you 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 excited because they're like you finally you back up. And they tell you you back right. up, but you don't get to do nothing. Yeah, you don't get to do you nothing. Do nothing. You're, you're done. You're finished. What is Scott saying? I need more. I need more details on this. Do your assistant pastors bark for the lead pastor? No, but I think I want them to now. I mean, now that you say it, I want to. Is there a video evidence you can send to bark us for the lead pastor? bark? I'm loving this. Did you mean to say that, Scott? Because I'm interested. I mean, I'm trying to figure out how, what he means. I mean, I'm almost as interested in that comment as I is that profile pic he got up of the <laughs> of the goat. This is this is interesting all the way around. Oh my god! I mean, this is straight right. Farmer Jim up in this piece. <laughs> Do your assistant pastors bark for the lead pastor? <laughs> Listen. They might let you know they are. That's what I said. Cleveland Brown, I was about to say. <laughs> or accused. A whole church is full of cues. Oh, man. Oh this is hilarious. This is, this is I, need, I need it tonight. This yeah, so, so Saints, first of all, here's the lesson for tonight. Don't be hard-headed. Don't make our jobs hard. And stop coming to my church for money. I ain't got none. We ain't, we ain't got, got none. none. We don't even got a benevolence fund. Y'all yeah, benevolence got, fund. We got one, but y'all, I, you it, can't have it. Y'all can't have it. I make you talk to the meanest deacon I got to try to get it. <laughs> if you can conquer, it's like the big boss on a Nintendo game. If you can conquer that boss, you can get the money. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's stressful, man. I mean, I don't think people in here. Okay, the serious part before we go. You really do love these people and want better for them. You really want better for them. And you kind of beat yourself up that you haven't been able to coach them into better. And let, me, let me just say this. When I asked you, when I asked you, have you been to TCAP? Listen, have you Catholic, been Catholic Charities, Charities, United Way. Have you been? And you tell me you've been to all of them. Did you try selling drugs? <laughs> <laughs> turn, turn, turn it off. Turn it off. Did you at least try? I mean, did, did you did you at least did you at least try to slay? Did you even give it a week? I'm just saying. Did you try? Where's the effort? That's what I want to know. Where? Show me. You put some work in. You ain't bop. You ain't right. been out there on Highland at all. <laughs> why are you? Why, this is not easy at all. It's uh, crazy, man. I was in Toledo and I was riding down the street, and you know you have the people sitting by the lights trying to get money. This guy's sign said, "Laid off, broke, need money for a hooker and a beer." And do you not know people got out there? You know what? And they get. And for that's his honesty. honesty. But sometimes that's you a true want Christian the right people. there. <laughs> sometimes you want more for the people than they want for themselves. Then they want for yeah, themselves. There that's a hard situation. That's a hard situation. I've I've taken you as far as you can go. Right. I can't take you any further. Okay. I see what Scott is saying. I see what Scott is saying. Hey, let me see. Do you have like bulldog assistants that do the dirty work? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Go in. You know, I, I don't. But there have been times when I wish I did. And I know I'll, I'll say no names. That's another name I'll tell you when we get off. 
and people that we mutually know where they do have people with that. Like it's their job to be mean to the members that the pastor is not man or woman enough to, to address directly. And they go around rebuking, calling out their sins and all that. And pastoral authority. I get that, Scott. Okay. I, I'm feeling that. Yeah. I know some people. I, I like how you put that though. Do your assistant pastors bark for the lead pastor? Listen, I'm going to have a meeting and say, I need y'all to bark. Give me your best need bark. A, need a barker. Give me your yeah. best bark. You need a pit bull. I need that yeah, pit, bull. pit bull. That's right. I mean, that wow, one has wow, been. Wow, yippee, right. yo, yippee. I hey. need some of the Michael Vick. <laughs> <laughs> Time to go. Peter's calling. Hey, y'all, this has been good, man. This has been great. I came in here dead tired. We've been mourning, grieving. It's been a hard weekend. But, man, this little this little night, you know, especially the part about slanging. Let us let us laugh. Let yeah, us let have us laugh, fun. Man. Let us have fun. We need, yeah, every pastor needs an ear cutting Peter. Thank you. Yes, yes, Thank you. yes, yes. You know, yes. mine was my cousin. Well, she wasn't even a Peter, honestly. But my, my cousin, Crystal, God rest his soul, she would fight you for me. She would tell people. I, now, we got one. You know who we got? I guess it's the Sherry. Oh, yeah, it's just Sherry. Definitely She's Sherry. like, I will come to your church and just you point them out and I'll karate chop them. I don't need one. I got my wife. Oh, you got your wife. <laughs> my wife will tell you off in a men- oh, hot Shemeke, minute. Shemeke ain't fought nobody since Jefferson. She, she would, don't know she how would, to. She would tell you off. In she don't know minute. how to fight. But yeah, my cousin Crystal Grester soul, man. She was. Oh, yeah, I mean, but you also. We, she would. She would get you. Tony. Tony was pretty good. Oh, to- well, Tony was packing and everything. He had that briefcase <laughs> and the bows. Absolutely. And, and them hunting bows. Yeah, I wouldn't even mess with Tony. That's my best friend forever. Uh, <laughs> so, hey, y'all, this has been real. This has been live. Make sure you continue to follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter. Make sure you actually follow the pages. Don't just watch. Hit the follow button. Hit the like button. Go back and rewatch some uh, some shows. We've had some good ones lately and we got some good ones coming up. But, man, this was a good night, man. Don't be hard headed. because You know what they say? You already said it. A hard head makes a don't be cruel. Don't be. There don't he is. Be, We're baby. singing again. We're singing again. Uh, Big Mike, you want to say anything? Big Mike is good. I think I took him out with the slang and com- comment. So, <laughs> hey. He got to go home and talk to his wife about that whole Neil Long thing. Right. We got to talk about that Neil Long thing. <laughs> talk about that Neil Long thing. Hey, man, we really appreciate you all watching. Thank you for liking, for sharing, for commenting, for hitting the hearts, the likes. Until next time, meet you at Sunday night service. God bless you. God keep you.